Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, your host and chief monkey, and this is the Wall Street Oasis podcast. Join me as I talk to some of the community's most successful and inspirational members to gain valuable insight into different career paths and life in general. Let's get to it. Wow, 200 episodes. This is crazy. I never thought we'd actually get to this number. Well, maybe I did, but it's still it's still a crazy number. And it's been a really exciting journey with all of you, so my listeners. So thank you so much for being with me through all of these. I really hope that you've found the stories inspirational from all of our guests who have uh, given us their time graciously to help all of us learn a little bit more about not just the traditional, but the non-traditional paths of how to have a successful career in finance. So um, I hope you'll join me in thanking all of them for taking the time to come on the show. As far as this episode, we're having another fun chat with the WCO Finance Research Intern Team. Listen to some of my old career advice that I've given probably a thousand times and how to do coffee chats the right way, how to do them the wrong way. Again, if you're interested in applying to this internship, you can find a link in the show notes. Hope you enjoy. So hello, everybody. This is week number three of the Finance Internship Weekly Calls. Happy to have everyone back on here. Um, looks like Joju's coming on. We got uh, Lucas, how you doing? Shahir, Liam, Jessica, George, Aditomi, uh, Aditya, Haviomesh, everybody. Um, still got a few more people coming in here. But yeah, wanted to just start by first off saying thank you for all the hard work in this this past week since we last spoke for those of you that were with us last week. Second, just to say, open this up to any of the new uh, new interns that have questions around the internship itself or anything career related. We're happy to be here as a, as a resource. Um, over the past week, we did put up some new stuff in the intern group. We pinned it to the top of the group. Uh, one is a, an example of um, what you could include on your CV or your resume for this internship to help kind of guide you in terms of making it look as good as possible for finance careers. So really trying to drop in a lot of keywords, show what you've researched, show what you've written about so that, um, so that when it's, uh, when the, when the internship is all said and done, you actually have something super valuable on your CV to help uh, build it up and look more finance oriented. So that's, the first thing, so look for that. It's called WSO Internship CV Example. It's a Google Drive up at the top of the checklist. The other thing that Nabil put together um, over the past week is a networking Google Sheet where uh, we encourage you, if you haven't already, put your information there and start reaching out to people and connecting and try to get uh, on weekly chats and get into that habit of, of building connections. So with that said, Nabil, what am I forgetting? Anything else? Uh, no, I think. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's that it for now. Be, yeah. 
I'm happy to open up the floor to anybody who has questions. Um, you can just unmute yourself. It doesn't look like we have too big of a group where it's going to be chaos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want to um, unmute yourself or ask any questions, happy to answer, whether it's specific career-oriented questions that you're kind of going through, networking, recruiting, anything like that, um, fire away. Nothing? Hey, yeah, can you hear me all right? I can hear you, Liam. Yep. All right. Yeah, I just had a few questions. Um, so like I have like three like coffee chats coming up next week, all for like uh, 2023 summer analyst roles. And I, I haven't been struggling in them, but like I haven't really been able to make the next step in any of those I have in the past. So I don't know, how would you, how did you go about doing it? And how would you say I go about three I have next week? Uh, you mean in terms of coffee chats, uh, converting them to interviews? Yeah, basically. So um, I think it's the most important thing is that you are likable, right? So going into these coffee chats, you should treat them as interviews, but you should be taking the lead from the person that has the coffee chat with you. So if they show up in jeans and are very just off the cuff, whatever, you don't want to be overly formal in a suit and um, you know, very like very much trying to show off. You're like that, you know, like what discounted cash flow is and like trying to drop like financial theory, right? So having some of that sense of how to um, calibrate your your tone, how serious, how non-serious you are. You always want to be a little bit more serious than the person you're with. You don't want to be like super casual and laid back, um, but but trying to make yourself likable in the sense of like finding, you know, not just talking about work. Um, you know, um, really just developing a relationship with that person, I think can help. Um, it does help if you know about their firm and you ask smart questions. So not just generic questions. So what type of questions are you asking these people? Do they, do they open it up and do you have a set of questions that you typically ask? Yeah. Um, I, I, well, typically I'll just like, for, like begin with like an introduction myself and then I'll kind of ask them about like their background um, in like finance and investment banking like out of undergrad and like where they went to undergrad and stuff like that um and then typically what are you asking them for are you asking them for these coffee chats um wait what do you mean so like you're saying these are coffee chats that you've scheduled with these people yeah like through i just like did like the linkedin network and then i messaged and them and, and so you met some people and they're meeting with you so like yeah you should know all that basic stuff right so you're doing, you do intros and you're like, Hey, Liam, I go to blah, blah, blah. Um, they probably, yes, yeah, they're, all, they're all virtual. So sorry. I approached oh, they're virtual. Like, yeah. They're all, yeah, none of these are, in, uh, I know how to use the term coffee chat, but yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So they're, you're doing like a virtual chat. And, um, so I think being very like much more specific and targeted shows and showing that you've done your research in a subtle way is, a, is really good. Um, so that means not just like asking the generic questions of like, oh, tell me about your investment banking background. How'd you get into finance? Like, that's really, it just, it show it, it just seems like you're going through, like, if I'm on the other line of that, if I'm on the other end and I've taken time out of my busy analyst schedule and I have a kid from college being like, all right. Uh, yeah. So how'd you get into finance? Do you like investment banking? What's the culture like at your firm? Um, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm going to be thinking is get me off this call. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
I don't think you can get me off this call as quickly as possible. The, and then now hear the difference of um, difference of like, oh, uh, hey, Liam, pretend like you're the banker. Hey, Liam, I saw that uh, you work in the XYZ group over, over at um, blah, blah, blah. I heard this and this. I just wasn't sure like, um, you know, I know, and I know you guys closed this recent deal on this. Where Did you work on that? Oh, yeah. yes, oh no, I, uh, I didn't. It was a friend of mine. We were like, oh, cool. Like what types of deals have you, have you done? I'd be curious to hear more like the types of deals you guys doing. Are you doing more, you know, buy side mandate, sell side. So notice like there's a couple of things that I've done in that, just that question in that series of questions I've shown. I even, I know what buy side sell side means. So I have like some knowledge. I'm talking the lingo. I've shown that I've done research on them prior to the call. So like, I'm not wasting their time. Right. Um, that's just in those two little, that's just in that one little sentence right there. Yeah. Versus the difference of like, what's the culture like at XYZ firm? What's the, the like super generic? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and so even though, you know, you're putting in work to get the calls, that's not good enough. Like you have to be prepared for the calls and actually show that um, you've done the homework on them, homework on the firm. So like, you can use WSO, like search for specific things. Be like, I read this, you know, Wall Street Journal, Financial Times. Ask, you know, you don't want to be asking them like weird questions, like esoteric questions. Be like, where do you think the Fed's fund rate is going? Like, okay. <laughs> like, you don't want to ask them that to try and like sound smart. Um, but you want to just show like, you know about what they, like, you know what their day-to-day -day already is. They don't have to go explain that. You should be, okay. you should be like beyond that based on what's out there already. Like you should be asking more specific kind of nuanced questions of like, hey, so you work in DCM, like, so does that mean like the types of deal you're, you're doing all like, what types of, or like what types of clients are typical for you guys? Are you doing more in this industry, that industry? What have you seen? Da, da, da. And then be like, and then in terms of like the deal, um, the team structures within the group are, is it usually staffed with like an analyst? That it, so like now you're getting, you're trying to find information about specifically the firm, how they're staffing their deals, the number of analysts, number of associates, VPs, you're not like asking some generic overarching culture question of the whole firm, which like is totally, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if you're doing that. It was just, um, to me, if like I'm on the other line of that, I'm just like, oh gosh, like this person's like reading off of a script, right? Yeah, you know, I'm definitely not doing that. So that is something I'm definitely gonna do uh, in the future, I appreciate. Just, yeah, just show you, just show you're doing, yeah, just show you're doing your homework. Um, and then, you know, if, I think you've been with us for a while. So if you can get through the financial modeling training, like some of the courses that you got for free through us, yeah, just like knowing that it doesn't mean you're dropping it, but just having that knowledge is helpful. Um, if, if you are struggling converting um, the coffee chats to, um, to interviews, I strongly recommend going through our networking course. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, Nabil just helped me get that earlier this week. Yeah, so. look through that because there's actually specific examples of like good questions to ask, like examples of like versus like shitty questions. <laughs> and there is a difference. It's not like there's no bad questions here. Like that might be true if like, you know, you're a freshman or like a high school senior and like you're just learning. But like if you're trying to land an internship, um, like you should know all the interview questions. You should be strong on your technicals in case they start asking you questions like so what do you know like have you done financial modeling before you should be like yeah absolutely i've done a lot of self-study i've done several hundred hours of self-study on financial modeling and so like oh so like, all right tell me what the main valuation things and you should be like boom 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 all right 
And so like, they're just like, okay, okay. <laughs> this guy knows something. So it's like doing your homework um, and being ready for that is going to be, it's going to make the difference between like, they're not going to put their, why on a coffee chat, why would they put their neck out for you? If you're asking generic, like, if you don't seem like you're super sharp, because there's like thousands of other kids slamming, like banging down the wall, trying to get in. Mm-hmm, 100%. But it's good, good news that you're getting the coffee chats. People don't even do that first step. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, but you have three next week, you said? Yeah. Three next week, three different banks. So. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's an opportunity. Um, have you spoken to anybody else at those banks already? Uh, yeah, I spoke to an analyst at, it's like a small um, boutique bank. I spoke to him um, on what, what is today, uh, Wednesday night, and it went pretty well. So, um, but like it didn't really go anywhere. Like, it, like we got along, but it didn't go anywhere. But I'm hoping that, because uh, I'm speaking to an associate next week. So hopefully. Perfect. So you should definitely mention that you recently talked with that and you heard great things. Okay. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So like just reference showing that like you're doing the legwork. It just shows them that like you're not. <laughs> They're not the first person you talk to and you're actually are trying, you know? Yeah. Um, what else? So remind me, you're, com- you're coming from a non-target, right? Yeah, I go to like a small uh, non-target school in New York City, though, so I guess it's a little bit of Yeah, have you seen uh, the podcast with Grace at Fordham? I actually have, the Fordham, I go to Manhattan College, so it's like 15 minutes away from yeah, Fordham. Yeah, so... So um, the podcast called Monkey to Millions is a podcast I host where I mentor kids, mm-hmm. uh, college kids. And one of my mentees, her name is Grace. She started freshman year in college. She's in, she's at Fordham. A lot of the same advice I gave her would apply to you because you're so close to New York in terms of like, it's a huge advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Now that things have opened up, I would try to meet in person if you can't get into the city. Okay. You know, I can definitely, I'll definitely watch that podcast. I have heard. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on the WSU. It's on the WSU YouTube, um, or you know, whatever. I would I would look at that because especially the networking ones, because she put in a ton of legwork, and okay. you know, I give her a lot of advice around how to like frame things and stuff. Oh, you know What else is going on? I think George. I think you were on here last week too. Thanks for coming back. And then somebody that just has a name A. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's me. Hi. <laughs> uh, it's it's Abud. Hi, Abud. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, where in the world? Me? Where in the world are you? I'm Dubai right now. Dubai, nice. Uh, I guess some question. Um, I'm kind of lost on the internship. Sure, shoot. Uh, where to start? Of, yes. Yeah. So at the top of the at the top of the uh, group, there's a how to start video it goes through all the steps of like grabbing your first, um, grabbing your first topic to write about. Yes. Yes. I, I watched the video and, uh, I read the guidelines. So basically what I understand that we should like pick a topic from our interests regarding the finance and we should write about, right? Correct. Uh, my problem is like, for example, I'm going to write the topic then that the next step of how to submit it and who, to who submit it is I'm, I'm kind of like, I feel it's like complicated or I didn't understand like. Sure. Yeah. So you just have to change the status on the dropdown on, on that sheet. Waiting for review. Like, yeah. Waiting for review. So after you've, you've checked off all the, all the checks that once you've confirmed, it has all the things that are required. Um, you go over to the sheet, you say waiting for review once you've written it. 
And then when, when I submit the, the report that I write. Well, it's already, the Google Doc is already there. You should be working in the Google Doc that's next to the term. But uh, when I talked to Nabil, he said that I can write on Microsoft Word and then submit it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. If you, if you use Word, just upload it to Google and then share it, get the link, and then uh, paste it down there. Like on the place where, uh, where the Google link is, just paste the link there so we can awesome. access it. So I'm going to change like the Word document into Google Drive and then share. The yeah, link. you can just drag and drop it to your Google Drive and then like share. Sure. And then. Google does, yeah, the conversion and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's if you want to use Word, yeah. Do I need some kind of approval for any topic that I suggest or I just start writing on? Oh, you just start writing. Like just pick anything that you want to write on and then start writing, yeah. And then that first that first time you submit, uh, you'll get feedback. We'll have we have somebody checking through it, and then Nabil goes through it, and some of our other chief editors go through it to make sure, um, in terms of like not just language but finance knowledge. We have different types of editors that are coming through it, and we'll help kind of guide you. And the, we expect the first one or two to have the most comments. It's always the hardest when you're first starting. So yeah, um, yeah. and. Regarding writing, like, do I need like regarding in, in in a way that is academic? So I need to put in text citation references, a, a certain type of references, something. It does not mention in the guidelines. Uh, citations, not really. Like uh, if you say this is a source, like if you quoted someone verbatim, like just link to the site and say, hey, you know, as per this place or like this research, like this is what they've said. But like you're not writing like to academic. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it's not an academic yeah. audience. It's a it's web traffic, so you should be writing for those people. It doesn't have to be overly formal. You're trying to you're really trying to teach them. Most of the people searching for these terms are like it's intent based. They're trying to figure out like what does this mean? What's the definition of this? So teach it based on that. So that's why examples are great. Um, that's why um, you know having like. Uh, starting from like the basics, you know, like not just jumping into like the complicated stuff that's important too, just to make sure that everyone understands. Yeah. Well, now I understand. Yeah. Good questions. Good questions. Um, There's something on chat too. Yeah, question. <laughs> George said networking course gave <laughs> me this morning. Good, George. Happy to hear what happened. You want to tell a story? <laughs> um um jessica asked it will be mentioned at the end of the article that it was written by us the question is um i don't have a problem with that if you want to um have credit there i don't have a problem mentioning you or linking to your linkedin or or putting you um in there that's fine if you'd like if you'd like that typically we'll put something on each of the articles like it um and edit from the editorial board they'll come through and they'll we'll mark it as reviewed by that person um, but we can absolutely put your name if you'd like that, um, that credit. Hope that answers your question, Jessica. George, you there? Yeah. How did it save you? Yeah. So, um, basically I was having like super low conversion rates on my response, like back on LinkedIn. I think I was writing too long of messages. So basically I just went through the networking course and I, like, even though, like, like you said, like, you don't want it to be like, uh, like you're just reading off a list of questions. Like, I feel like they're worded pretty well where they don't seem like, even if you ask them the very specific question, like it doesn't seem like it's been like rehearsed. Yeah. Um, and also uh, we talked about connecting through like the basketball common interest. And uh, over the past week, I actually had 
or even this morning, I had three back-to-back calls of all people who've been basketball at, at, at like top banks. So it was pretty, pretty good advice. So nice. the, um, the, the guy that you reached out to, or, or he reached out to you to connect with me, he's in like a pretty, pretty similar position to where I am as last year. So yeah, it was in- interesting to talk to him as well. Awesome. Yeah. So George was on the, this call last week, was it last week, George, or two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, George was on this call explaining his struggles going through this. And then we put the, we put this episode up on our YouTube and somebody reached out saying, Hey, I'll help that George kid. <laughs> so pretty cool because the, you know, WSO can act in, in, in surprising ways to help, um, to help you all network. So, you know, don't be shy about, um, about your struggles and in, in trying to break in. Yeah. Lucas, go ahead. Feel free to chime in. Yeah. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. First of all, yeah, I have a uh, question about the topic I will write on. Is it, is it something I can choose on my own or is it a design topic? Yeah, so initially, yeah, initially you're going to go in and you're going to select the topic. You're going to select the topic you want. So, um, it's not it's not assigned. Uh, we want people to be able to select the topics that interest them most. So if you're super interested in economics, you can go do mostly economic terms. If if you're only looking for a job evaluation or, or investment banking, you can focus on on terms and definitions that are more investment banking focused. If you're more focused on like trading or uh, you know um, you know sales and trading or something like that, you can go do more trading focused stuff like options and puts and spreads and all that stuff and collars. And <laughs> so, so like, we wanted to let the interns kind of decide um, what interests them most, because we don't know, like, it's hard. It's hard for us to know, like, Hey, Lucas really so is the choice of the topic at first will be free. So to speak. What's that? The first one. So the choice of it's free. Or, yeah. Or, it's, or, it's a free choice. You can. Free at fir- uh, uh, yes. At first. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's free through the whole internship. You're choosing what you want as long oh, as yeah. it's not as long as somebody hasn't okay. chosen that topic. Like if it's you're supposed to put your name on it if you select it, if you want it. Um, you know, as you go, you shouldn't be selecting a bunch of them and blocking people from taking them. But uh, we haven't had that problem yet. But uh, if you go in and you say, "Hey, I really want to write about this. I think this is interesting," then you could go ahead put put you know put your full name in there, um, and then that way people know not to go in and start it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, I'd suggest to watch the how to start video. It's just it's a good way to kind of even if you watch it at two times speed, it's a good way to kind of get get the feel of how to how to do this and how to do the research. Um, and then uh, Jessica asking, is it possible for this internship to be paid? Um, Jessica, it can be it can convert to paid at the end of, of the unpaid portion. Um, if we had 240 interns, we'd be uh, bankrupt in about <laughs> in about a week. But we hope that the value that we're providing enough value for you guys. You ask where are the free courses offered to uh, to you? You can claim those. You can email Ivy at WallStreetOasis.com for every 25 hours you put into the into the internship. We're going to be um, granting you a free course from the uh, from any any course in our library. So that means. Um, specifically, you'll get up to seven courses as you get through the internship. So it's basically our almost our entire suite um, 
if you're looking at like financial modeling training and stuff. But that's, uh, I think that's in the guidelines as well, Nabil. Oh yeah, uh, how to, uh, how to I'm claim gonna send the link to the courses on the uh, chat, yeah, on Slack. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So we'll pin yeah. uh, the different options in the courses you can choose at the top of uh, the top of the group as you start kind of earning them. Um, and then definitely take a look at the CV example of how you can leverage it. Definitely look at the how to start video if you guys are um, struggling. Just then that first that first uh, week is is always the hardest. That first term is always the hardest to get going um, in terms of understanding how to start. Um, but yeah, if there's any questions, uh, we're I'm here, Nabil's here, we're happy to answer. Um, yeah, sure. Here, go ahead. Uh, hi, hey Patrick, and hi, hey Nabil. Nice uh, nice to meet you as well. So I have like two questions to begin with. So uh, let me put my hand down first off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the first one is obviously, uh, I want to know whether or not this financial research analyst or the SEO content writing internship will be around by the summer, because I'm actually planning to start in the next two months, probably when I get my uh, summer vacations. And the second follow-up questions would be related to this and the reason why I want to start in the summer. So that's the first question. Absolutely, it will be here this summer. We expect a huge surge to start in June after everyone finishes their finals. <laughs> that's, that's yes, awesome. yes it, it will be here. Uh, again, we started this, we started work on this about eight or nine months ago, like getting this whole program set up. We started really um, scaling it in the last several months, which is why the group has kind of exploded in size. Um, but in terms of the actual um in terms of the actual internship, yeah, it's going to be around. So you should you should set whatever start date you think is going to be best for you. And there's no, uh, we have a minimum number of hours to be put in per week, but there's no maximum. So if you want to, let's say, do another internship, if you're really a go-getter and you want to get through this internship much faster and get the free courses um, and the free boot camp and all that, then you can um, you can go ahead and do a normal 40-hour week, do, do what is it, four, four 40-hour weeks, you can get it done in a month, right? It's 160, yeah. Yeah, or less than four, four, four 45 hour weeks gets you right there. So like you could treat it like a real job when you're out of school and be done pretty fast and claim a lot of claim all the, a lot of the rewards. So uh, I, yeah, does that answer your question here? Uh, yeah, totally answers my question. Now, uh, also the follow-up question was about, okay, so I want to start in the summer because right now I'm working two jobs plus doing my university and I'm 18 right a lot. now. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So even if I'm trying to, you know, uh, put it together in the schedule, it's just going to mess up my mental health. So, and I'm actually glad, like this is one of the things I'm very glad about because once I joined, I actually emailed Nabil and I told him I'll be start starting next week. And one week later, I did not start and he emailed me just to check up like, uh, what's good? So I was like, yo, can I shift it further? And he's like, yeah, sure. Just let me know when you're comfortable. And I was wondering that you guys would, you know, kick me out from the group, but no, you guys did not. And I'm still networking with you. So yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, no worries. We're we're open to it. I mean, you guys are helping us. We're helping you. It's a it's a symbiotic relationship. I, you know, I wanted a we designed this so people it would actually help them, but we also are cognizant of the fact that you're in school. A lot of you guys are doing part time jobs, and it's a lot of work. You know, this is it's a big commitment, right? It's not like a two hour a week um, thing. Exactly. It, it's a big commitment. Uh, what I wanted to know from you, from your experience, what would you advise uh, me as an 18-year-old? So I'm doing a fund accountant internship at BNP Paribas right now. And it's like an eight-hour internship. So it's it goes like nine to five, nine to four. And 
I'm doing another job which is online. So that's part time. So that's all right. But the BNP Paribas internship as a fund accountant, it is nine to five and then plus school. So these are the three tasks which I'm doing. So do you think, this is the question, do you think this jobs and part-time thing, which is giving me the experience of the finance industry, but uh, kind of dragging me a little down on the academic side of things, do you think it's worth it or not? What's the, what is the specific job? Uh, one job in the BNP Paribas is a fund accountant. So we account for all the trades, which these hedge funds and investment funds do. That's great. Res- great resume builder. But what about the other one? You said there's yeah, another. The other one is a managing editor job. This is like a managing editor job, but it's more like entertainment uh, news reporting than finance. So, you know, two different sides of the coin totally. Does it pay? Does that one pay? Uh, yeah, that would pay, but of course not better than BNP. Yeah. Um, and your academics, how much is it hurting your academics? Uh, well, last semester it was 4.6 GPA out of collective five. And this semester it's 4.2, but I can see in the near future, it's going even further down. Yeah. I think focus on school, Uh huh. Okay. focus on school, uh, because GPA matters, unfortunately for just landing interviews, it can, it just makes your job harder. If you have, if your grades get too low, right. A bill. <laughs> no, just kidding. Nabil's a master networker, so he has no problems. He walks into everything. Uh, you can make it no matter what your grades are. I just think there's a lot of screening that goes on, and you know, there's a lot of proxies. And so, for people to go to bat for you as you become, you know, 19, 20 years old, and you start kind of doing more that you network more aggressively, do all this stuff. I think it's helpful to have a high GPA just so just not so people don't blink an eye. Okay, makes sense. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's kind of tough because like you know. How, how many hours is that managing editor job per week? Per day, it's like three hours. It's three hours, plus you're doing the nine to five on the thing, and then you're trying to do a full course load? Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, right. unless you miss sleep, like you get mocks up. Like, yeah, that's insane, off. man. You got to drop, I, I would drop <laughs> the editor, managing editor role, because it's not in finance. Assuming you want to be in finance long run, keep the BMP. I mean, even BMP plus school is dangerous. Yeah, I see, because I recently missed out on one of my tests and the professor is like, no, I can't let you write the test. you got to go to the dean and get the permission and all that shit. Yeah, so, yeah, don't, you're, oh, you're stretching yourself too thin. All right, I'll definitely think about it. But yeah, thank you so much for the advice. Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, I, I don't know where you're going to be applying, but I know they do care about grades, whether you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. London, right. Dubai, New York, wherever it is, they do care. So... Be careful that doesn't dip too low. I'd keep it over a four if you can. <laughs> All right, thank you. Yep, no worries. Oh, we have. Uh, here we go. A few other questions. Uh, Christian, good afternoon. Just joined. I have two questions. How can we access the free training classes in parallel with the articles? So we answered that. Uh, it's ivy at wallstreetoasis.com. Um, how do the perks work at the end of the ship? How do you guys making sure to make referrals and stuff right after the ship termination? Thanks. Good question, Christian. So all you got to do is email me, Nabil, or and or Ivy at the end of the internship, and you just request through LinkedIn what referrals you want from me. Um, and typically, I get that done within 24 to 48 hours, um, just to knock it off of my list. Um, in terms of how to claim the courses, as every 25 hours as you go, you can just uh, request them, uh, request whatever course you want from Ivy, um, Ivy at wallstreetos.com, and she'll get. Um, She'll check to make sure you have the that requisite hours and then and then give you access right away and then let you know. Um, hopefully that answers 
your question. You asked also, how much is this internship relevant for a fourth year student? So um, I don't think what year you are really matters. I think what matters is if you're targeting finance oriented roles. I think that's probably the most thing. I mean, if you're a fourth year student, I assume it's a four year university. Um, if you don't have a job lined up, it's another resume builder, another way to kind of open more doors and make your resume stronger. You're an economics major. So, you know, an econ major, not finance. So yeah, so it helps get some more finance buzzwords on your resume. If you do some, if you write about, you know, discounted cash flow evaluation, um, those types of terms, um, are you targeting, what are you targeting, Christian? Are you targeting investment banking or? Hi, yeah, yeah. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, so I'm basically trying to get into more of the buy side equity. Uh, so I definitely like the idea of starting off like a equity analyst, uh, trying to pat, uh, move my way into portfolio management, perhaps. Okay, then you should be doing, um, if you're looking for more like, it sounds like buy side hedge fund type places, like... Perhaps a traditional asset manager would do. Asset manager, uh, well, yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm doing also like in parallel the CFA. The level Perfect. Me while I do this, just Perfect. like a resume booster and stuff like that. Yeah, I was about to say CFA would be a big boost um, to you, but yeah, I think it's relevant. But I would focus on the terms that are going to help you the most. So doing stuff around uh, asset management, those types of terms, and trade in markets. Um. If you have a, if you're an economics degree, we don't have the finance much. You might want to lean a little bit more on the finance side as well. But like, it could be modeling oriented. You know, it could show you know valuation. You're gonna need all that stuff. Right. So all of these concepts, basically, I choose. Uh, and the, I, I saw you have a Google Doc spreadsheet. So there, I choose what topic I want. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. And there's okay. different sections. So there's like uh, there's some that are like accounting. There's some that are more finance oriented. There's some that are more valuation. There's some, what else, Nabil? What else am I missing? Uh, economics. Um, yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can pull it up. But so, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, in, terms how, that, yeah. in terms of how, I mean, what do you target? You're, you're right out of school or what's the deal in terms of your next step? I don't know where in the world. Yeah, so from well, masters, in the right? case, uh, I have still one more year because okay. I'm doing a six month master's in management. Right. Uh, so, but my degree of econ, I received it in May 2023. And what, uh, what school? In what, where? Uh, University of British Columbia. In yeah. UBC in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it gives me a little bit better idea. Um, so really between your, I mean, ideally, ideally, between the master, you could do this, but but you're landing some sort of job in like an asset manager, you know, asset manager, um, between now and before you graduate from the master's or some sort of internship. Do you have any other internships? Uh, yeah, I'm actually joining some uh, intercollegiate like funds uh, during the summer to get more experience in portfolio management of this specific summer. And this will go also to from like January to April of next year. So that's also a lot of training. Uh, that's great. On modeling and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're on the right path. Okay, so I I have not yet uh, like done the. I know there's a specific um. There is a. I think you need to to fill out in order to confirm your your position as an analyst. I think a Google form. Yes, you need to do that. So is there a specific deadline until 
which we need to complete it by? Um, no, you just won't. You know, just you just the cycle won't start, and we won't know what date you want until you you fill that out. And if you do if you do confirm it and put a date out like further, that's fine. It's just a way for us to keep track of like when everyone's starting, just to make sure we're following up with you guys. Oh, okay, amazing. Oh, yeah, so, so if you want to wait a month because it's super busy right now, I again we suspect June is going to be a surge of people starting because they'll be finishing. Yeah, I imagine. Their classes. Yeah, as I told told you, like yeah, I'm planning to start perhaps uh, half like May 15, something like that. Perfect. So I'll let you know. Uh, and yeah, I'll get yeah started. you're welcome to just stay in the group and join the weekly chats. We don't, we don't mind. Amazing. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Thanks for joining. Um, here we go. Lucas asks on the job description mentioned that the top 20% of interns will get a chance to be offered a paid internship. I would like to know how performance is going to be measured throughout the internship. Thanks. Lucas. Great question. So performance is measured by several factors. Number one is just dedication. Like, are you actually, whoops, are you actually putting in the hours? Uh, first off, um, do you have good, uh, is the output really good? So meaning our, our, you know, our editors having to go in and ask you to put the things that are in the checklist over and over again, or are you getting better? Um, so showing growth really helps get you into the top 20%. So if you're following the directions, your writing is, is, uh, really good and you're, and you're consistently putting in the hours, that's, usually enough to get you um, into the top 20% because there's a, there's a decent number of people who like start and it's, it's tough to put in the consistent hours and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. And you know, there's some people that will start and they just can't either their writing isn't good enough their their English isn't good enough, or it's a struggle. And there are other opportunities with us um, to do other stuff and still continue to get credits and stuff like that. But um that you know, you'll hear about that if if we're high for running into that issue kind of um, later in the internship once you've kind of done a few articles or tried for a few articles. I hope that's I hope that's helpful. But usually it's pretty um, usually it's pretty obvious like who's gung ho and into it. Um, I think there was another hand raise uh, A or B B on the screen A on the name. Jesse asked uh, how many articles we have to write per week. You want to handle that one, Nabil? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends, right? Like two, two hours every day. So like comes to like one article, one to two articles every week, one and a half articles. But like, that's like, I think later because the first one or two articles are going to take time because you're going to probably research, go to and fro and like get a feel for the style. But then once you get a hang of it, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be like one or two articles easily every week. If you put in like 15 hours, if you put in more, like, of course, that's going to be much higher. So, yeah, <laughs> I think that answers that. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Um, and, you know, we don't, there's no like penalty if it, the first one takes you longer and you're like, you have lots of questions around it. Like, that's fine. We know um, it's a little bit odd to write for a web audience. It's a little bit different. It's not an academic paper. Um, there's SEO considerations in terms of like what headers to use, how to organize it, how to structure it. Um, it takes time sometimes to put examples together and stuff like that. Yeah, no worries, Jessica. It's a good, it's a good question. Uh, I don't know if this is an old hand raise. Yeah, hey, you want to speak? Yeah, uh, I just uh, I just hear something interesting that you talk about that if someone that have something uh, busy to deal with, uh, if he can finish that internship faster. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a master's student in my last semester, and I think on April, I need to work out on my dissertation. 
So I think if, is it possible to finish the internship before April, like in one month, even if I need to pressurize myself, I don't care. That's tough. One month is tight. It depends what else is on your plate, right? Because um, to finish the whole thing in one month would mean like you're working like a full time, like over 40 hours a week, 45-ish a week. Yeah, it's possible. Like you just have to put in like a lot of work. So how many articles per week, for example, as in on average? Uh, more like ours, right? Like what's that? 180 divided by four. So 45-ish, yeah. Oh, wait, what? So he's asking oh, how many articles would that be like per week? Good question. Uh, well, if you assume like say three to five, four. Articles. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, it's going to be slow, but like... It gets yeah, maybe be five, five, five to six articles a week and then probably scale up a little bit as you get faster. Yeah, it depends on words too. So that's one reason why we don't look at like articles output because someone could just pick out like really thin uh, content and say, oh, I put in like so many articles out. That doesn't really uh, give a good feel of like, oh, uh, you've actually put out content or whatever. So well, yeah. We... 2,000 words per article, right? Yeah. But then uh, we do look like, for example, uh, a few of them have messages. So imagine you pick pick like a really uh, narrow topic, like interest rates, she, uh, tax shield or whatever, like uh, interest tax shield. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of words online elsewhere. It, there's not a lot you could write about it, apparently. So uh, the highest was like less than 1,000 in the top three results. So I was like, okay, if you want to go with a lesser amount, it's fine. But I'll go in and see if there's an angle you didn't cover and then I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, that's that's generally what we look at. So if no one's writing like 2,000, there's no point of like repeating yourself to get Yeah, to it's, the 2,000 is a good guideline because people tend to go way too short. Um, the point is, if all the top results in Google are like 800 words, 600 words, 1,000 words, it doesn't mean you need to write 2,000 words. It means you could write, you know, 1,200 words or 1,000 words and be up near the top. Um, so it's more, it's more quality and um, making sure that the structure of the site's well-organized the writing is is clear, something like that. Uh, oh, okay, I understand. Now, for my second question is for you, Mr. Patrick. I want your advice regarding aviation. So my bachelor is aerospace engineering, and my master is uh, engineering business management. And my target is uh, is the finance aspect of the aviation industry. So what do you recommend for me as a, based on your experience, what do you recommend me for a topics that I need to search about in that field? Aviation industry, probably more like heavy, like industrial type stuff. So anything in like the industrial side, um, I don't know. It's a tough question. I don't know much I mean, about uh, aviation. What role in finance? Like, are you planning to enter the industry? Yes. Like corporate, like corporate finance, like doing yeah. FNA yeah. type yeah. stuff for them? Oh, exactly. Corporate finance, yeah. For okay. example, what's the finance aspect that I need to look for if, I, for example, I worked on a jet, private jet companies or like an aerospace defense company like GE and corporate So finance. if you want to handle the finance stuff, like you probably need to know all the nuances of the industry, right? Like how does the, like, because they, like there are lots of things that are specific to aerospace, right? Like airplanes and stuff where you're leasing, you should know everything about leases and how the market operates. No one buys airplanes. You need to know how they calculate stuff like depreciation. It's very different from like uh, other industries. Heavy capex, so, depreciation, exactly. amortization, knowing all that stuff, leasing. That's a good point, Nabil. Yeah. Yeah. So like how the industry works, I would probably focus on like just understanding like 
accounting. How exactly accounting? <laughs> yeah, because I worked as auditor for some of the local ones. So yeah, that gives you a good feel like what for what's different. And then like once you get into modeling and stuff, like looking at, I don't think you'll do a lot of modeling when you're an FPNA. Uh, you'll probably do treasury and those kinds of things like accounting and managing cash and all of that stuff. Manage, make sure you're making sure you don't run off run out of capital because that's an issue. Uh, so yeah, you'll probably need to look at like all the various things that go into play there. Yeah, like which is different from like any other industry because aerospace is very very unique when you go to model for it and look at it from an outsider point of view. So do you think that talking about uh, aviation depreciation assets is going to be a good topic to talk about. Oh yeah, it, it'll be, it'll be, uh, for sure. Like I don't know if you have aviation specific topics in the, <laughs> in the sheet. So you should look for stuff that's like anything around capital expenditures, anything around depreciation, amortization, and leasing. I would start with those. Oh, okay. So I need to like to pick a topic that it's already in the sheet though. Yeah. Yeah, leasing should be like amortization, depreciation, all of that should be. Yeah. You probably focus more on accounting topics because that uh, you can just look base, up like. Yeah, the knowledge base. More. Yeah. Oh, okay, and like okay. understand like what's going on in aerospace and try to incorporate that stuff in and how the other rest of the industry accounts for that specific thing. Yeah, that's how I'd go about it. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Harbin asked. Um, when's the schedule for these meetings? It's Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern every every week. So I think, Nabil, we should start sending out an email to everybody. Yeah, we could. Uh, I think uh, we're getting a, we're getting a decent group, but it's I think I think people just don't realize when it's hitting or they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it's probably 3 a.m. for <laughs> some yeah, of them, and of midnight for others. But at least give them a shot to join. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do that too. No worries, Harvey. Um, anything else? I think I did tell me, were you here last week? No, I'm muted. It's okay. Um, hi, good evening. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. No questions for me. Okay, great. So, thank you. yeah, thanks. If there's anything else, um, I think we'll call it. No, but if there's anything else that comes up, always feel free to reach out to us directly. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it. Nabil, anything else to close? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we've covered some good questions. Oh, is it 180 for the? It's 180 hours for the full ship. It's 175. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, here we go. Lucas had a question. I have a question on the seven courses we will be granted the end of the program. Okay, first off, Lucas, you earn the you earn the courses as you go through the program. So we're not we don't force you to go through the whole thing and get courses. So after you finish 25 hours, you can get a free course. Another 25, another free course. So that's that's what gets you to the seven. Um, if I choose the premium package, which features a lot of the courses in it, does it count like a single course? No, it counts as six courses. Um, there's six courses in that in that elite modeling package. Um, Yeah, so that's the answer. Packages include multiple cor individual courses. So it's seven total courses. So you could get the elite package and like the accounting foundations or the elite package plus the PowerPoint. Or if you're more focused on like interviews, you could get the um, you get the investment making interview qu uh, course or package. You could do that with the elite modeling package. That's a good bundle because that'll get you prepped for like networking and teaching the fundamentals. 
If you're just starting out in uni, I would highly recommend the investment banking interview course because it's good for all finance interviews. It's not just, it's just titled investment banking, but if you're doing any corporate finance, anything like that, it's going to teach you networking. It's going to teach you behavioral interview questions. It's going to teach you technical interview questions. Um, so um, I would recommend that paired with like the elite modeling package, which has the six other courses as you um, go through. Um, Shahir asks, is there some sort of certificate that is granted to? Uh, yes, there's certificates that are granted as uh, as you go through the course. You have to uh, answer a certain percentage of the quiz questions correctly. I believe it's 70% um, as you're going through and you have to um, complete the, I think 90% of the lessons in the course in order to be granted the certificate. Um, a is asking, could Nabil explain how he put the Google Drive link in the sheet? So if you're writing in Word, that was for somebody writing in Word, right, Nabil? Yeah, yeah. So you could uh, just upload it to a Google Drive? Yeah. So you should have a Google account first. Uh, and then you just upload it, like drag and drop from your, I'm assuming if you use Windows, like I'm not very sure about uh, Macs. But yeah, in Windows, you just take the uh, file, the Word file, and just uh, drag and drop it to your Google Drive. Uh, that uploads the file. And then you click on share on the top. Yeah, share. Uh, up the right hand corner. Yeah. 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 And then you just uh select that, mark it as uh it's accessible by everyone who has a link. You can be an editor and then like just take that link and paste it on. on yeah, then uh, copy copy the link and then just paste yeah. it in the in the Google Doc. Sheet, yeah, and the Google Sheet. Yeah. Or easier just write in the Google Sheet that's already there. <laughs> so you don't have to go through all that. <laughs> unless yeah. you unless writing in Word is that much easier, but <laughs> Um, we already have all the, there's already a Google sheet next to each term already pre-populated and ready for, for all these. So, uh, it has a checklist in there too, to remind you all the things to make sure that are included. So that's, yeah, I would probably start by downloading that, like, it's just like creating something from scratch because there's a checklist, there's all of that stuff in there rather than like having to, you know, manually put everything and then forgetting about it. That's yeah, that it's just easier. So yeah, just download it from Google into word and then upload it again. And there you go. All right, everybody, anything else? Thanks for joining everybody. And uh, if there's any other questions as you kind of are, are getting started, definitely reach out to us. Uh, we'll do this again next Friday. So you're welcome to join again, ask questions. Um, and yeah, thanks again to everyone and talk soon. Everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. Have a great weekend. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.